Welcome to Encouraging Truths for Today. We're glad to bring you this message from First Baptist Church in Crockett, Texas. Now please join us as we learn to grow deeper in our relationship with God and each other. Every year as a pastor, I comes to a day like today, like no other day that we celebrate. And I begin to ask myself that question and ask God the question, what should I, what should I say about today? There's always that fleshly desire to say something fresh and something new or to say it a little differently. But the reality is, Nothing really needs to be said than what has already been said. And so today I'm going to let the Bible just tell us what it has to say about today. The Bible tells us that this day is a mixture of grief and glory. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom, and the earth quaked and rocks were split, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised And coming out of the graves after the resurrection of Christ, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus at the cross saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this is the Son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him were there looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joses, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Now when evening had come, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph who himself had become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. When Joseph had taken the body and wrapped it in clean linen cloth and laid it in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of a rock, and he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed And Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came back to to see the tomb, and behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door of the tomb, And the angel sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, 
do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. And so quickly, he said, go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word of the resurrection. And their words seemed like idle tales, and the disciples did not believe them. But Peter arose, and he ran to the tomb. Stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed marveling to himself at what had happened. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came in and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. But not only does the Bible tell us that this day is a day of a mixture of grief and glory, it tells us that it is a day of, that's marked by confirmation and commission. Jesus also presented himself alive after his suffering to many people with infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore your kingdom? Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and the uttermost parts of the earth. And Jesus came and spoke to them and said, All authority has been given to me and in earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And lo, I wait. Now, when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud. 
keep them out of their sight. And while they were looking steadfastly into the sky, two men appeared in white apparel, and they said to the men, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in like manner, so you saw, as, just as you saw him go into heaven. Well, then Peter proclaimed to them, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands and have crucified and put him to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly, that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go, but you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you? And killed the prince of life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. This is the stone which the builders rejected, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. They took note of them that they were uneducated and untrained. They marveled, and they realized they had been with Jesus. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you be the judge, for we cannot help but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Then the high priest rose up, and those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said to them, go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught, but the high priest and those with him came and called the council together and with the elders and the children of Israel sent to the prison to have them brought 
So one came and told them, they're not here. Look, the men who you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the officers and brought them out with violence. For they feared the people, lest they should be stoned. And when they brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them a question. Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us? But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you murdered, they said. The God of our fathers has raised up Jesus. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witness to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious, and they plotted to kill them. And when they had called the apostles forth and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. So the apostles departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for the name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. The Bible also tells us that this day is a day full of application and anticipation. Paul wrote, under the inspiration of God, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received and in which you stand, to which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hell, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead for the glory of the Father, even so we also walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, 
certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. But if the spirit of him who raised you, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the Spirit and you put to death the deeds of the flesh, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba. Father, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, we will also be glorified together. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. This is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is over all and is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
for none of us lives to himself. And no one dies to himself, for if we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and rose and lived again, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. You turn to God from your idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. This is my gospel for which I suffer to the point of being chained like a criminal, but God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect that they too may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. For the love of Christ compels us. It compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and then rose again. It's my prayer that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and all power and all might and all dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him who dwells all in all. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. If then you were raised with Christ... Seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things in the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then also you will appear with him in glory. But the Bible also tells us that this day is a day of wonder and worship. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received Christ, not the tradition of your fathers. You receive Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you 
who through him believe in God. Who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island of Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard him behind me with a loud voice as a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, but he laid his right hand on me saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Surely I am coming quickly. would like to thank you for joining us for this message from First Baptist Church in Crockett, Texas. First Baptist desires to be a house of prayer with a heart for people, making a difference by making disciples from our neighborhood to the nations. If you would like more information about this ministry, please visit www.firstcrockett.org. Until next time, may God's blessings be upon you.